From a formerly squeaky chair in Northwest Lower Michigan, this is Podcast Help Desk number 111 for October 18th, 2018. And I am Mike Dell, your host. And today I want to talk about podcast promotion, more specifically the technical side of podcast promotion. There's a lot of uh, ways of doing it, you know, the, the marketing way. This is this is just getting the tech right on your website, and yes, I said website, to uh, make sure that you are everywhere you need to be and and all that. And as part of this, I actually have prioritized the places you want to have your podcast, and uh, we will talk about that uh, coming up here. Uh, I don't know why my alarm went off like that, but oh well. It's a little bit early in the morning here, uh, before I start my work day, so I wanted to try to knock this out. As I've said before, I'm going to make these a little bit shorter and a little more single topic, uh, but I do have a couple of little announcements towards the end of this, but uh, it won't be too long. So I always say, never promote something you don't own. You know, Send people to your website and then give them all the choices that you can reasonably. And what I mean by reasonably is, you know, don't change posts and don't uh, rearrange your whole life to get on some platform that that doesn't matter uh, as much. Um, you know, like Spotify, okay? Yeah, Spotify is increasing in importance, I guess. Uh, you know, for me, it isn't really that big a deal, but... That's just because, uh, you know, it's just not that big a deal. Uh, my audience in general are more uh, techie podcaster types and or potential picky podcaster types. And, you know, so they're going to use a regular RSS aggregator to uh, listen to podcasts. But my other show, Fast Food History, okay, that one might take off on Spotify. Who knows? But Spotify is not worth moving hosts it's not worth you know rearranging how you do your podcast just before spotify uh and by the way spotify now allows you to uh, go direct and uh, submit your show direct uh, regardless of who or how you're hosting so you know it used to be that you had to be with the blueberry or lipson or podbean or anchor or you know any of these places that did a deal with Spotify. So after making all the podcast companies jump through hoops, Spotify has just opened it up to everybody. So, eh, whatever. I wish they would have done that from the get-go, but they didn't. So, you know, whatever. So, you know, Spotify, you don't have to change anything to get on Spotify. But, yeah, there's others coming on soon. You know, Pandora is probably going to be doing podcasting soon. Deezer just announced they're going to be doing podcasting. So if you're over in Europe or Brazil or South America, you know, Deezer might be something you want to do because it's pretty popular there. But guess what? It's not worth jumping through a lot of hoops to get there. I guess that's my point. So here's the big list. Yay, the big list. Of course, number one, Apple. And not because Apple itself is anything great. Uh, you know, Apple right now is 50% and dropping. Okay, roughly 50% and dropping. They're not losing listeners. They're still gaining listeners. The whole industry is gaining. But Apple's market share of it is dropping. But the reason you have to be there is all the other apps that use the Apple API to populate their directories. So Overcast, 
Downcast, uh, you know, there's just a, a myriad of them. All, you know, almost any third-party app out there you can think of uses the Apple API to populate their directory. So if you're in Apple, you're in all those, which is good. Google Podcasts. Now, there is nothing official about how to get into Google Podcasts. Basically, your podcast website has to be indexed by Google. Another reason to have a website. Uh, you know, now don't 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 take that as you know if you're on Lipson or Podbean or somewhere else using their, that feed you're, that you're not going to be on Google Podcasts. You will be on Google Podcasts. It's just much more efficient to have your own .com or .whatever website to get on Google Podcasts. We've been doing that here at Blueberry, where I work, forever. So you know, it's, it's we've always been compliant with uh, what Google Podcasts wants it to be, and uh, we continue to be. So whatever. Uh, but Google Podcast, my prediction. Okay, you can uh, write this down. My prediction that uh, Google is going to overtake Apple and market share sometime in 2019, uh, probably towards the end of 2019, but uh, they, they're really uh, trying to do catch-up. And think about it, there's 80% Android phones out there versus 20% Apple phones worldwide. You know, do the math. You know, right now, Apple's you know, 50 60% with only 20% market share in the phones. Yeah, you think about it. If it's easy, it's easy to get on a... Get a podcast on an Android phone, you know, a good percentage of the 80% of the Android phones out there are going to do it. So definitely Google Podcasts is my number two. Number three, have an RSS link on your website. Yes, it looks like crap when you click on it uh, with a browser, but people still know what RSS is, and so do all the robots out there. So that gets you into the Bing crawler, and Bing and Microsoft do have a podcast directory somewhere. Don't know much about it since I don't have any Microsoft products in the house, but uh, I've been told that is the way to get on uh, Microsoft's directory. Never seen it in my stats either, so it must not be that important, but hey, you know, still you should have the RSS link on your website. And as a side note, you should have an email address on your website as well, just so that people can get a hold of you if they want to or need to. Uh, the next most important one in my book is TuneIn Radio. And yes, they're a minor player in the podcast world, but what they do for you in the easiest way possible is get you on the talking tubes, the uh, Amazon Echo speakers, the uh, Google Home speakers, and uh, all that. Of course, uh, being on Apple Podcasts will get you onto the overpriced Apple thing, but uh, and Cortana, uh, the Microsoft's. Uh, smart assistant. All of those use TuneIn Radio for uh, radio stations and podcasts. So you can just say to your talking tube, play the latest episode of the podcast Help Desk, and they will play it. Pretty cool. And then, of course, Spotify is uh, number five. And yes, it's number five. You'll hear people out there say it's number two. And no, it's number five. Number five, not two. Uh, Spotify is somewhat important, depending on your genre. I mean, I just know my audience, at least for this show, is probably not going to use Spotify as their first place to listen to a podcast. But they might find a podcast there, and then that's nothing wrong. You know, nothing wrong with that. But uh, you know, most of them are going to subscribe via the RSS feed. 
Spotify works differently. They do what is known as caching right now. They may at some point go through go with pass through, but uh, as of right now, they are just doing uh, caching. So they download one copy, and then they distribute that one copy to all of their users. So you don't even get your stats from that uh, directly. You get from Spotify if you're on Blueberry or Lipson or Podbean or whatever, uh, Spreaker, they have, uh, you know, there, there is a spot in the stats for the Spotify stats, which will be separate because they're not IAB certified or compliant or anything of the sort because that is a streaming service. So totally different than normal podcasting. Another link you want to have on your website is the subscribe on Android. Subscribe on Android.com if you uh, are not using PowerPress where that's automatic. Any any host out there, any any place you can put a button, you want to go to subscribe on Android, put in your RSS feed, make a button, and put it on your site. That puts you on, at last count, I think 15, 16, maybe more than that, uh, different Android apps with the, uh, you know, they say one click, it's really three clicks, but three clicks subscribe for, uh, you know, which is the same as the iTunes Apple podcast button. So uh, that just kind of levels the playing field that way. If people aren't going to be using Google Podcasts, they will use that Android link. But it's very important that you put that on there. And last but not least, no, last and least, Stitcher. Stitcher is still a fairly popular app, uh, onesie, twosie percents, but uh, it's worth being on uh, for nothing else than, uh, you know, somebody somewhere sometime is going to ask you, how come you're not on Stitcher? So anyway, be on Stitcher. So... Uh, those are my, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the places you should be and have links to on your website. There's also subscribe by email. That's kind of cool, but if you're doing another email uh, mailing list, don't use that. Use your mailing list to notify people. But, uh, you know, subscribe by email is the poor man's way of doing, uh, doing a quick uh, email whenever somebody subscribes that way. And whatever you put out an episode. So having your RSS feed come from your website and from your own domain will help you in Google search. So that's, like I said, in 2019, sometime, my prediction, Google will take over Apple as far as market share in podcast listening. So, uh, you know, be there if you can. Uh, as my boss always likes to say, uh, well, he doesn't like me calling him as my boss, but Todd Cochran, uh, CEO of Blueberry, he's, he always says, write your show notes for Google search and then do your show audio for your listeners. And there's a lot of truth to that. A lot of people find podcasts by doing a Google search on a subject. So if you're doing the Underwater Basket Weaving podcast and I type Underwater Basket Weaving into Google search, if I've got my own website and I'm doing some SEO, right, and, and all that, and you're going to come across underwaterbasketweaving.net. By the way, that is a real thing. But uh, anyway, that's, that's why. You want to make sure that you know, you're writing your show notes in a way that is going to get uh, and attract Google listeners and uh, attract the Google bot. I mean, don't spam it, of course. And we got a little news item about that towards the end of the show here. But, you know, don't spam it and all that, but write the show notes in a way that uh, is very useful, especially for Google. 
<laughs> in finding, you know, the topic of your show. And uh, that it really does help. It really does help. And, uh, you know, on there it says, don't game the system. You know, and just like I said, don't be spammy. You know, the more you try to game the system, the more likely you're going to get removed from some directories for whatever rule violation or, you know, but just make good content, repeat often. There's no shortcut. There is no shortcut. Podcasting takes time. Building an audience takes time. Uh, you know, unless you're a celebrity to start with, you know, you're not going to grow like a hockey stick. You you may grow quickly. Don't worry. You know, don't, uh, don't doubt that. You know, and you may get featured somewhere that's important. You know, a lot of people say, who got to be a new and noteworthy on Apple Podcasts? Well, eh, you know, it'll help some, maybe, possibly. Uh, you know, I can tell you as a, as a podcast listener now for 14 years and a podcaster for nearly that long, I have almost never found a podcast that I didn't know anything about in iTunes or Apple Podcasts or any directory or app that I've ever used. You know, I find them either by doing a Google search or someone tells me about it or I hear about them in another podcast. But generally, when I'm going to search for a podcast in one of those apps, I know the name of that podcast already. I've heard about it already. I just, you know, I'm using that to listen to it, but it isn't a discovery thing. And I really don't think a ton of people discover podcasts in those apps. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. And that may be the way you do it, and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is, is don't don't hang all your, uh, you know, your whole marketing on uh, trying to get in, you know, get in a good list on uh, on Apple Podcasts or uh, get a new and noteworthy or, you know, whatever list. And uh, also, ratings and reviews have absolutely no effect on your ranking. At Apple, period. None. Zero. Zilch. Nada. The only thing that gets you higher in the rankings at Apple is subscribers, new subscribers over X amount of time on the Apple platform. That's what gets you up and down the list. There's no, uh, there's no shortcut to that unless you want to pay a lot of money and then risk getting kicked out. There, there are people doing that. You know, there's ways to game the system, and as I said, do not game the system because it will cost you in the long run either money, time, or, you know, just being not there, you know. Now, the thing about it is if you get kicked out of, say, Apple Podcasts, that doesn't mean that people cannot subscribe to your show, but it's going to be a little harder for them. You know, you can take that RSS link and plop it into uh, Apple Podcasts and, Subscribe to any show that has an RSS feed, whether they're in, uh, whether they're listed in the directory or not. So, anyway, but being on the top of an Apple list doesn't really help you all that much. Depending, I mean, once in a while there's you know the fluke, but being a new and noteworthy is not an OT not going to get you uh, any uh, any points as far as uh, you know getting new listeners and whatnot. And you know, I said this is the tech of promoting your podcast, so it's not you know don't. Don't don't take this as the be all end all. You still got to get out there and promote. You get on Facebook groups that are appropriate. You know, a podcasting group, unless you're doing a show about podcasting, is not going to help you promote your show. I, I get a real kick out of that uh, on the on the Facebook groups where somebody goes, "I got my new shows out today. Check it out." You know, and and 
you know, they try to do that and they expect that a bunch of podcasters are going to listen to your show. Well, if your show's not specifically about podcasting, probably not. You know, I'm sorry. You know, I don't, I don't listen to podcasts about knitting. I just don't. So promoting it on a podcasting forum of any sort is not going to get you new listeners. But promoting it on a knitting forum just might. Or a knitting group on Facebook. You know, don't go in there and spam it. You know, get in there, be useful. I always say that, get in there, be useful. Be part of the community, you know. Don't don't go in there and say, hey, go to podcast, check it out. You know, and that's all you say. You know, moderators are probably going to boot you out for that. So just, you know, think about that. All right, I said there's a couple little news items and, and other announcement type things. Uh, in case you've uh, been living under a rock, Apple has been really, really, really picky about the titles, the episode titles and the author tag on RSS feeds. And they are removing podcasts randomly, it seems. I mean, there's podcasts out there that violate this, but no more keyword stuffing in the titles. The title is the title. So, you know, instead of, uh, you know, if I wanted to keyword stuff this podcast, it'd be podcast help desk dash your spot on the web to learn how to podcast the right way. Or, you know, or, you know, podcasting, marketing, technology, you know, all these keywords with pipe signs in it. No, 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 no. That's not the title. The title is Podcast Help Desk. That's it. Period. Not Podcast Help Desk with Mike Dell. It's Podcast Help Desk. That's it. Anything else will probably get me banned from Apple and will get you banned from Apple. Or at least taken out temporarily till you remove the offending extra stuff in your title. The title is just the title. The uh, thing in episode titles that'll get you kicked out, which was a feature of PowerPress Intel 7.4, <laughs> which is the newest release, was uh, appending the show title on the end of your episode titles. So, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to put as an episode title for this one yet, but uh, yeah, tech side of promotion. Say that's what my, my title's going to be. So my title will be the tech side of promotion, PhD 111. Okay, that's fine, but if I but if I also put a dash and then podcast help desk after that in the episode title, and like I said, PowerPress used to do that automatically if you have that selected down in podcast SEO. Well, no more because that is considered keyword stuffing and it's also redundant. Also, your author tag. Now, if any of you have watched the uh, instructional video on how to set up PowerPress right now. Currently, that video says that you can put a title, you know, like your title, after your name in uh, the author tag. Well, you can't. You can't. Don't do that. You know, if you watch that video, I say Mike Dell dash PowerPress instructor, because that's what I'm doing on that video. No, can't do that. It's just Mike Dell. It's not Mike Dell dash entrepreneur a whole lot like Tony Robbins or whatever. No, I'm not like Tony Robbins, believe me. But that people have done that. So no, it's just your name or your name and your co-host name. I do a show with Todd Cochran over at Blueberry called Your Podcast. And that podcast uh, in our author tag used to say Blueberry Staff. Well, it probably still could, I guess. 
But uh, we changed that. Now it's Mike Dell and Todd Cochran, or Todd Cochran and Mike Dell, I think. I don't remember which order, and it doesn't matter. Todd gets top billing anyway. But I'm just saying, you know, it's just a name. So the author tag is just your name. Don't put anything else in there. And all the different podcast companies and uh, anybody that knows anything about podcasting now knows this. Um, Personally, I've talked to Apple directly. The person in charge of Apple Podcasts over at Apple, uh, you know, I've talked to him directly, and yes, that is true. They're, they, you know, they're they're pulling shows that are already there. They're uh, rejecting shows that uh, are just going in if they're if they violate that, and uh, there is no written rules, so it's very subjective. And if you look at the top two hundred in your category, you will probably see violators. They're getting to it. So just be very mindful of uh, what you use for your main show title and what you use for your uh, author tag and then somewhat less important, but still important, the uh, episode titles. So that's that. And I think I had one more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. PowerPress. PowerPress was updated to 7.04, not just to uh, remove that uh, bad SEO practice for episode titles, but also to add skip to position. And what that is is a short code that you can put in your show notes that will jump the player to a particular time hack. Uh, If you want to read more about that, uh, once you've updated PowerPress to the latest one, go to the website tab of the PowerPress settings, and down in the short codes area, you'll see the new skip to position. And there's a link there that'll take you to another page that'll tell you all the different ways you can use that. And uh, it's pretty cool. I don't think I'm going to do any in this one, but uh, go over and check out PowerPress Podcast. The latest episode of your podcast has uh, some skip to position uh, time hacks in the headers uh, of you know the different subjects we talked about. So uh, go check that out. It's kind of cool. And we made a trade deal with the development team. Todd and I uh, made a, a trade deal with them. They wanted to put emojis or emoji, I guess is the right way to do plural. But emoji is now part of PowerPress, so you can now have emoji in your show notes, and I think even in the title. And uh, yes, Apple does support that, and other platforms do support that. So if you want to have some emoji in your show notes, that's now available in PowerPress. To enable it, go to the Feeds tab and tick the little box that says Support Emoji. And there you go. Uh, hey, since uh, this is brought to you by Blueberry indirectly, uh, go check out all this products and or services over at Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. And use the promo code HELPDESK for a free month of whatever we sell. That can be a, a deluxe PowerPress website which is a WordPress-based website that we maintain over at Blueberry, so you don't have to. Uh, I mean, yeah, you got to design it and you got to populate it, but uh, we take care of all the security and all of the plugin updates and the PowerPress and WordPress updates and all that stuff is taken care of for you, so you don't have to, and it's rocket ship fast. So uh, go check that out. Also, we do uh, media hosting where we host your MP3s and or MP4s for video. And other formats, I guess. Uh, and then, of course, we have our professional statistics over there where you can uh, get uh, almost 
IAB certified. We're really, really close to be IAB certified, but definitely IAB compliant statistics, uh, trusted by thousands and thousands of advertisers out there. All of that over at Blueberry.com, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Okay, that's going to do it for episode 111 and a little side story. Uh, while I was in the Air Force, I uh, was affiliated with the F-111, uh, the F-111A fighter bomber, the EF-111A uh, electronic warfare aircraft, which the uh, U.S. Uh, retired the last one, I believe, in 1998. <laughs> so it makes me feel old. Oh, down at the Air Force Museum, there's uh, four of them, I guess, that uh, I personally had dealt dealings with. So <laughs> it is what it is. I'm feeling old. But uh, the Australians finally retired their uh, batch of F-111Cs back in uh, 2010. So uh, the Aussies kept them around a whole lot longer than, uh, than uh, we did in the U.S. And uh, anyway, so that's why this number... PhD 111 <laughs> just kind of rings a bell with me. If you want to see a picture of an F111, uh, go check out my uh, Facebook profile. Uh, it's facebook.com slash mgdell. And uh, the background image there is of a badass F111 sitting on the ramp at uh, Mountain Home Air Force Base, Idaho, I think. That's where that was taken. Anyway, enough off topic. Catch me next time.